when you work with someone that does something similar to you, we have very different personal styles. And I think that's what makes it so fun because you can be like, oh my God, look at how you're doing that. And like, it's so inspirational and it's just such a celebration and it's such a good, cool way to be like, hey, look, you can have essentially the same business or be doing the same thing and both be successful doing it your own unique way. We don't need to compete, right? Like being together and, and bouncing things off each other, having that support is better for our business than us trying to go out there and like duke it out over a client that's, that's silly. What's up, Style Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Style for Life with your girl, Katie Allen. Today's episode is fun and delicious. I have one of my style sisters on today, another stylist that I did my certified stylist training with, and we've done some Instagram collabs. So today's episode is all about inspiring you and sharing a little bit behind the scenes on some of the things that we see as stylists, the processes that we use, why it's important, why we think following trends are really important, and then you getting to decide what and why, what trends you get to participate in or not participate in. So that's what today's episode is about, is we do a little talking about the process, about why we put you guys through this annoying pre-work process of getting to know yourself when all you want to do is hop into the clothes, but why it's so imperative. And part of that process is so that we can filter through the current trends and figure out what's relevant for you during this really relevant period of your life. So it's a super fun and juicy conversation. And the one thing I think uh, Katie does really well is gives really direct, easy feedback on how to wear different trends. And I just feel like it's so easy. So like I said, we've done some Instagram collabs, um, some reels. We have really different styles, but we both appreciate style and fashion and how it helps us show up as amazing businesswomen. Um, we're drawn to each other. We really have a lot in common, right? Both East Coast babes, we're both corporate girls from marketing backgrounds that have always actually loved fashion, but just felt like, you know, that wasn't the... Uh, best direction to go in. And here we are. Katie's style is a different than mine. I was gonna say a lot more different, but just different than mine. And I think it's really fun. We've had a really fun time collabing um, with, you know, one piece style in different ways and really helping people see like your style is your style and it's never wrong or right. And we talk about that conversation and it's really and juicy. Did I already say it was juicy? It's juicy. Um, it was good. We, like I said, it's basically a mini style session because we both kind of walk through our processes and we're doing them out loud and telling you exactly what to do in the process. And then we end it with very actionable items you could go buy and outfit formulas. So we go through our favorite trends at the end of it with three different trends and outfit formulas for each one and like how to pull them off today and make them feel super easy and relatable. 
And I think you'll love it because who doesn't love a little good why? This is why we do what we do. And this is how you can go actually do it. So make sure you tune in and listen to the episode. But before I let you go, I have to remind you that the Super Secret Podcast is available. Nail your next photo shoot. So if you have a photo shoot coming up or a big event and you want to look great in all those Instagram photos that will be happening, go download and get access to the private podcast mini series, Nail Your Next Photo Shoot. It's five mini episodes. They're like five minutes. Maybe there's one that's like seven or eight minutes. And I quickly take you through the actionable steps on how to get there, how to define your style, how to figure out what outfits to wear to um, your photo shoot, the three different looks that you should have, the necklines, um, some fun on-screen styling tips to make your photos last for a really, really long time. If you've been on this journey with me for any amount of time, I started the podcast in 2019. I got my brand photos in 2021. My brand photos are two years old. When I look at them, I'm like, damn, these photos are so old and I'm so fucking tired of seeing them. But I know that those photos bang and they are me and I put so much time and attention into them and I really want you to have that experience too. The money that I paid for those photos in 2021 is paying fucking dividends. Now, here we are halfway through 2023. Yes, I'm toying with the idea of getting a new shoot, but I love some of those photos still. Look at the runway I have gotten out of them. And one business owner to another business owner, uh, consider me your biz bestie right now. It makes showing up so much easier when you have amazing branded photos. Because every time someone invites me on their podcast, every time I get um opportunity to speak, every time I get to go into a community, every email I send, everything I do, every time someone tells me they go to my website, I feel proud because I know that those images exude my brand and my values and my personality and that they're saying something for me without me even having to open my mouth. It makes Showing up on social media is so much easier. It makes marketing your business so much easier. And I don't know about you. I was in marketing for almost 20 years. And marketing my business is a way harder than marketing for someone else, right? But those photos have made it so much easier. So if you are planning on getting that photo shoot anytime in the next six months, go ahead and download Nail Your Next Photo Shoot mini private podcast series created just for you. And let me know your aha moment or share it with a friend. katiejustyled.com backslash nailed it. And of course, it'll be in the show notes. All right, love. Enjoy today's episode. The Style Talks when Katie Rivera is Rivera, (laughs) Katie Rivera, as we go through a mini styling process and then leave you with three trends that you can use right now to stand out in your business, to stand out at your next event, to stand out in your photo shoot, something to play with, or just even to use to create content. All right, I will see you on the other side. All right, Style Nation, here we go. I have one of my favorite stylists on the podcast with me today, and her name is Katie, too. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you, Katie. I'm so excited to be here. You're one of my favorite stylists, too, and I'm like, 
clapping because I'm here talking to you. I love uh, your podcast. It's really, really great. So I'm honored that you have me on. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. So we met in a stylish training course that we did together. I guess it's been about a year. Yeah, at least over a year, I think. Like a yeah. year and a half, maybe. It's craziness. Yeah, it's been, it's um, been a while. Yes. And we became fast friends and we've shared a lot and we've done some reels together. You pushed me out of my comfort zone to do reels. I'm pushing you <laughs> out of my comfort zone to come on the podcast. Yes, you totally are. Um, that's why I'm excited to be here. But yeah, I feel like you and I are mommies, right? Um, we have similar style philosophies. So and I kind of just hit it off and um, we've been, I think, supports of each other ever since, which has been really, really nice in this industry. And as we're both kind of out on our own here in the styling world. Yeah. Um, so you kind of hit on it. So we have a lot of similarities, right? Well, for first of all, like Katie, if your name's Katie, you have to be dope. So we have that. <laughs> East Coast girls, corporate girls turned stylists. There's a lot of similarities in there. But one thing I wanted to call out, I have some questions for you that I really want to dive into on today's podcast um, for the ladies that are listening. But one thing that I thought was really important that I wanted to share is that idea that collaboration is so much more important than competition. Like people could be sitting here like, why is Katie having another stylist on her show? Isn't she a stylist? Don't they essentially do the same thing? And the answer is yes, but we do the same thing and we do it completely different. So I think it's really important to show that community is everything. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. And I think, you know, like you said, you and I both came from the corporate world and when you work in the corporate world, you're used to having colleagues around you. You know, you have your bosses, you have all these people who are kind of working with you. They're checking on your work. They're boosting you when you're having bad days, hopefully. Um, and then when you have good days, you're kind of, you know, all celebrating together. But when you do this on your own, it can be really, really tough because you don't have that built-in network. But I think, you know, other stylists and other entrepreneurs can absolutely be that for you. And I think that's something you and I have been for each other. You know, we can bounce ideas off of each other. We can teach each other how to do new things and just kind of be that support for having a rough day or, you know, something's going wrong. We chat with each other and say, Hey, do you have a solution? Do you have some ideas here for me? I just need to vent to you because we really get each other. Like we get what we do. And you're right. We have different methods. We have different styles. We have different clients that we go after. Um, and there may be some overlap here and there, but there is enough <laughs> to go around for all of us <laughs> where um, we don't need to compete, right? Like being together and, and bouncing things off each other, having that support is better for our business than us trying to go out there and like duke it out over a client that's, that's silly. Um, and yeah, I, I completely agree with you. That community is, is really important. Yes. I remember specifically one day when I was in the park by my neighborhood, having a bad day, I was walking, messaging you. <laughs> like, that's how I know, like, <laughs> so important. Like it's one of my memories now is like uh, where I was, what was going on and me messaging you and you just saying, you know, whatever the thing is that I needed to hear in the moment. And it's just so vital and it's so important. And the other thing you hit on that I love um, that I think is really fun when you work with someone that does something similar to you, but like we have very different personal styles. And I think that's what makes it so fun because you can be like, oh my God, look at how you're doing that. And like, it's so inspirational and it's just such a celebration and it's such a good, cool way to be like, hey, look, you can have 
essentially the same business or be doing the same thing and both be successful yeah. doing it your own unique way. You're, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, for me, I, I truly do listen to your podcast. I love it. I'm not just, I'm not just giving you a plug on here, although it is a plug. <laughs> listen to our podcast. It's good. Um, but I do listen to your podcast and I get so much inspiration from you because you do really go so deep and you tackle things in terms of like mindset and heart centered styling that I admire so much about you. And I, you know, I learned from you from that. And I think that's really great. And I think that you watch my Instagram, you watch my reels and sort of how I do that short form content. And you're like, that's really cool. You know, how can I do that better? Um, so, you know, we do inspire each other. We do listen to each other, but it never feels like it's competition. Cause I'm not trying to do a podcast other than this one. You're not, um, you're not doing the same thing on reels as I am. So it's taking those little nuggets they're sharing. And uh, I think it just makes it better for, for all of us involved and even other stylists that, you know, you and I are friends with that we've met um, and that we work with as well. There's, there's a really big support system out there, which is important. Yeah. And it can be true for any industry. I think it's so important. So speaking of mindset stuff, I want to hop in. I have a couple of key questions for you that I wanted to just hash out together as one stylist, another stylist, and let people kind of get an inside view of like how our brains work and what can they take away from today's um, conversation together. So I know I talk about this nonstop on my podcast and I know you do it too. It's really never actually about the clothes. The clothes are the expression of who we are, their expression of how we're feeling, their expression of our outlook on life, which I know that you and I really um, both connect with and believe. But there's so much pre-work that has to be done before you, people think, oh, you're just gonna put on a cool outfit. Go try it. <laughs> like, let me pick out a cool outfit for you and then go try putting it on and tell me how you feel. <laughs> like if you haven't done any of the pre-work, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Can you just real quick, just what is one of your things that you do with clients when they first start working with you? Or just like give us an example of how that works. Um, and just yeah. want to touch on like how important the mindset work is before we actually even get to the styling. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so for me, mindset work in styling is the number one thing. Before I even touch a piece of clothing in my client's closet, before we shop, any of that stuff. The first thing we do is we work on mindset. We actually spend about a week doing that. So I have exercises that I set up with my clients. They do them with a little bit of my guidance, but um, they do things like journaling. They do things like taking a walk in nature just to kind of like expand their thoughts, get in touch with nature, open up their mind to what style is and what style can be. They do some meditations to really visualize who they want to be, the lifestyle that they want. And to me, that's the most important thing, visualizing yourself, how you look, how you're living, what your lifestyle is. And from there, the clothing kind of flows out of that because mm -hmm. until you can get crystal clear on who you want to be, the lifestyle that you want to have, you don't really know how you want to dress, right? Like you don't know that person that you want to project to the world because you don't really know who you want to be inside. And it may be in there, it may be sitting in there, but you might not have brought it out yet. You might not be sure how to crystallize, but when you sit there and you kind of are quiet and you meditate or you journal or you take a walk in nature and just spend that time with yourself, 
you have that moment of pause to think like, this is how I want to see myself in the next three months, six months, a year, whatever it is. And then the clothing can come from there. And that's where I think you and I kind of come in is helping one, pull that out of somebody. And then two, crystallizing what that looks like from a wardrobe and an outfit perspective. So I do a lot of that work with my clients. I also do a lot of work at looking at how we're dressing now. So taking selfies. Um, I make my clients take selfies for a week. They send them to me. They look at them themselves. We analyze them. And it's not to say like, oh, you look bad and whatever. But it's like, I'm wearing this today and it makes me feel this way. And that way I can think about the upgrades, the tweaks to make to that closet, to that wardrobe, to make that person feel and be who they want to be in the future. So mindset work, super important, getting crystal clear on who you want to be, what the lifestyle you want to have is, and then the clothing can kind of flow from there. And that's where, you know, I come in and you you come in as an expert from a styling perspective to help make that happen. Mm, I love that so much. The five-day selfie challenge. I love it so much. And I think it's like anything, whether we're doing our clothes, whether it's food, whether it's starting your business, whatever it is. I don't know if you find this, but for myself and for some of my clients, that pre-work, it's like, no, just get me. I just want to get to the clothes. I just want to get to the clothes. And I'm like, no, seriously, can you please just send me selfies for five days? I know it sounds like a lot, but I promise you... So much is going to come out of it. And if you really want to get that transformation, like when people say, you need to slow down to speed up, it's so true because my clients who actually do that work have bigger, faster, better, stronger transformations with their styles than the ones that are like, no, Katie, just tell me what to wear. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. So when my process first starts, it might feel low, feel a little slow to some clients. They're like, what? Like, why are you having me walk in nature? Why are you having me do this meditation, right? Like, I want it, I want you to come in my closet and like pull clothes out. But you're absolutely right. Like, if I come in and start pulling clothes out, and, and again, you don't do this work and you don't know what you want, I'm going to pull things out. And you might be like, oh, let me take that back out because I actually really like this pair of like ratty old jeans. They're comfortable for me. But if you know that you're upgrading yourself and you're upgrading who you are and how you're coming across, it's a much more likely chance you're going to be like, I get it. Like these jeans are gone and they're going to stay that way. I'm going to do something much better. So you're right. You do have to slow down. You do have to take that moment. And I think that taking that moment can also be so hard for women. I work with a lot of mothers, for mothers, for busy working women, because it's also about self-care too, mm-hmm. right? Like styling yourself, getting dressed in the morning, thinking about yourself, thinking about what you want is self-care. And it takes a lot from somebody to say, like, I am taking this time for myself. I'm going to do it. Um, and, and to really, you know, immerse themselves in it. So that's another big step. And it can feel like a slowdown. But at the end of the day, you're right, you're going to have a bigger transformation to them. And it's exactly why we are where we are. And we don't know what we like anymore. And we forgot how to get dressed and dressing mm-hmm. is not fun anymore and why we've lost our style. I mean, I've been through it. Like after I had my first kid and it rocked my world. And like, I was not that old when I had him. I was only a couple years out of fashion school and I was like, forget it. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I had the same thing happen to me and that's why I started my business. Um, so like I said, I work with a lot of moms. I used to live in New York City in my 20s and my early 30s. I was, 
you know, having an amazing time. I was out there going to clubs and brunches and museums and, you know, I could dress however I want. You show up in New York city and, you know, people don't look twice when you're wearing like, you know, something crazy going on. But then I moved to the burbs and I became a mom and I'm going to drop off. I'm going to play dates, the library. I'm like, Oh, wait, like, I don't know who my style, what my style is anymore. I don't know who I am anymore. So I actually had to take myself through that transformation, kind of see where my life was going and figure out who I wanted to be and who I was becoming as a part of that to get my style back on track. And yes, of course, I still pull elements of that, like New York City girl who had all this fun dressing in the big city. And I still pull that into what I wear today, but it's on a level that's appropriate for, you know, where I'm at in my life and the places that I go. So yeah, totally, totally agree with you on, on going through that transformation yourself. I feel like we're kind of doing that in this podcast because now that we've talked about mindset and we've talked about that for a few minutes, I'm ready to get into the juice, which is the clothes. Yeah. I want to talk to you about something I hear a lot, but I know that people want it, even though they tell me they don't. So I think it's really interesting. And this is something that I've been triggered by personally. Like when I went to fashion school, we were treated different because we were fashion students and everybody thought it was so vain or superficial or whatever that is. But I wanted to talk for a minute about trends. It's summertime. So we're starting to see a lot of trends. And whenever we have the big season seasonal shifts in spring, I would say it's probably the biggest, but now things are really heating up. So even what was working in spring is not even really working right now, at least for those on the East coast, we're hitting the eighties and the nineties. In your opinion, I get this question a lot where people say, I don't want to be trendy or I don't want to pay attention to trends. And I completely understand that. But do you have a viewpoint on why it's still important to know what's trending? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So to me, trends are knowledge. And I completely hear you. And, you know, I have heard that fashion is superficial. You know, trends are superficial. Even sometimes, like, I have questioned myself. Like, I work in fashion. Am I superficial? And the answer, the deep answer is absolutely not because of all those things that you and I were talking about earlier in the podcast. But when you think about a trend, I encourage people to think about it as knowledge, just like you would want to gather knowledge about anything else in the world, right? Like you'd want to gather knowledge about the news, about food, about a place you want to travel, whatever it is, because fashion in a way is art, right? Fashion is art and understanding trends and knowing trends is just gathering knowledge so that you can be informed about what is going on in an, in a, in an art form, in life, trends often help you understand what is happening in today's society. So think about it from that perspective. You're gathering knowledge. It doesn't mean you have to wear every trend. It doesn't mean you have to like go and buy everything from that season. But if you understand it, you're informed. And that way, if you go into a store, you're not like totally thrown off when you rise jeans and you're like, I don't want to wear these. I can't wear these. But you know, you can get past it. And there's going to be some high-rise jeans there too that might work better for you. So it helps you be informed. Um, it helps you understand what to look for or not look for when you're going shopping. Um, and you know, it just it just helps you be a smarter and better shopper. And it helps your style at the end of the day. And like I said, you don't have to wear everything, um, but you're just informed. And maybe who knows? There's one that you, you might like one time, and you might want to try it. Yeah, I love that. I agree with you completely. I love how you said it was knowledge. 
Because I always say it's a reflection of whatever's going on in the world. So the political landscape, the economical landscape, the emotional landscape of our country, of the world, of whatever it is. And I think that's super relevant, right? And as humans, like at the core, no matter what, you want to belong. You want to connect, right? And the more we pull away and the more we say we don't care, what else are we saying we don't care about in our world? Like, whether it's fashion, whether it's our personal development. And the further we step back from it, like, and I hate to use the word relevant, but at the end of the day, like, humans are constantly evolving and either you're not, you're growing or you're dying, right? Like, it sounds very broke. Yeah. At the same time, I think it's still really true. Um, So I love the way you said, like, it's knowledge and you get to choose. And I think what you said is great. Like, when you go into the store and you see all these things, whether it's online or in person, you get to build a level of expectation, right? You get to go into it saying, okay, I know that skinny jeans are trending out and I'm going to see way more flare jeans or wide leg jeans or whatever. And historically that hasn't worked for me or whatever the story is that you have around it. And then we get to stop beating up ourselves and we get to take, stop our fucking body confidence issues, right? Because I feel like those two things are very connected. You go to the store and you're like, oh, it's low range jeans. Well, I have, especially like you said, you serve a lot of moms and so do I. Um, I have stretch marks and I've gained weight and all these things. I can't wear the shit I used to wear when I was in my 20s or even my early 30s. But if you know these things, and you're just looking at it as a data point, you can take away some of that emotion of like constantly beating ourselves up. Yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. I love that um, sort of connection to your body image too, because you're right. Like trends, certain trends are not going to work on everybody. And if you know, and you know, ahead of time, you know, you're going in there and either you're going to try it on, you're going to try it on in a different way. Maybe it will work for you, but if it doesn't, you know, it's not your fault. You're not going to be let down. You're not going to feel crappy because Fashion and style, it's also a tool, right? It's a tool that helps you become who you want to be, project who you want to be to the world. And if something doesn't fit you, that is not the right tool for your toolbox, right? Go and find the other one that is. So I think that's how trends kind of work as well. So find the right trend slash tool for for your toolbox, for your fashion toolbox. I'm writing that one down, the style squad. We're going to have a whole call about this. (laughs) Because I say that all the time. I always say, like, it's the missing part of this self-care narrative that everyone's had on right now. Like, they're like, go journal, go meditate, Mm -hmm. work out. I agree. I do all those things. But my journaling Mm -hmm. and my meditating and my working out happens at one point in the day. My outfit and my style happens all day long. And I think that's... that's Great point. It's one of the things like I can meditate and it will change my life. But if I have a shitty outfit on from eight to five, I have shitty eight to five outfit energy on from eight to five. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're you're totally right. When you feel good and like I even told you today, I had such good energy because I was coming on your podcast that I'm like, I'm wearing my like you can't see me, but I'm wearing like this really colorful top poofy sleeves, fun earrings, because I had such great energy coming into today. And that will carry through with me. Now, if I had worn something else that I didn't feel as great in, maybe my energy wouldn't have carried through. But you're totally right. It is something, it is a mindset tool. It is a you know visual tool that lasts with you your entire day. And there is something 
in front of you that you are seeing constantly throughout your day that is reminding you of the choice that you made and either it's making you feel great or, you know, it's making you feel not so great. Mm-hmm. Like take that meditation or that walk in nature you're talking about and like confuse that intention or whatever you discovered and say like, this is what this outfit makes me think of is that it reminds me of that intention. Yes. Yes, exactly. So you start to tell like who you want to be, um, the vibes, if you will, that you want to put out into the, the world about you. And then you take that and you kind of find that through clothing. So for me, I'm all about, you know, I want to be joyful. I want people to, you know, see me and feel joy. I want to see myself. I want to see my clothes and feel joy. I also want to feel some intrigue. So, you know, feel interesting. And that's what I try and bring forth in my clothes. So I dress with a lot of color. I dress with a lot of fun kind of embellishment. I dress a little bit with, you know, some different nods because those are the things that I want to put out in the world. And those are the things that I want to feel. So that's how I translate this person that, you know, I want to be and and who I am through my clothing. Mm, I love that you said intriguing. No one's ever said that to me. And your your style is very intriguing. Um, and I think that's why I like about you so much, just because I don't have that as one of my core style elements. And I but I love it on you. And like it's like, oh, it's so you. And that's what I just love. Could you do such a good job of that? So I love the toolbox analogy. If it doesn't fit, it's not one of the tools in your toolbox. Yes. <laughs> Goodbye. Mic drop moment, podcast over. (laughs) Um, Before we run out of time, I do want to dive into some of the trends because that's what I really wanted to have with you a little bit is some of the trends that we're seeing for summer. I wanted to know what some of your favorite ones. I wanted to share some of my favorite ones. I just dropped the trends guide in the style squad. And it's the most popular like call that we have in the style squad. It's it's the thing that everybody loves. I've actually been doing it behind the scenes for the last couple of years with clients before I started the official style squad. Um, And it's the one thing that like, no matter what, people will not talk to me for three months. (laughs) But when we do this, they show up. And I wanted to just kind of bring that energy to the podcast with you a little bit today. So what's one of your favorite trends um, that's having a moment this summer? Yes. Why? Yes. Okay. So one of my favorite trends, it's a little bit unexpected. It's intriguing. Um, No surprise there, but it's sheer. So I have been loving sheer clothing and I love it because it's unexpected. And I feel like a lot of people, especially us mommies, feel like they cannot wear something sheer because when you think about sheer, you know, you think about tight and you think about bra underneath and just showing too much skin, but there are ways you can style it. And if you use a sheer piece as a layer, it can actually be something that can be really nicely incorporated into your wardrobe, can be really versatile, and you don't feel like you're showing off too much skin. So if you think about something like a sheer t-shirt, you could wear that um, with a tank underneath it and a casual pair of jeans, and you have just easily elevated a t-shirt and a jean outfit. You could actually wear and put the sheer t-shirt under like a tank dress and again, have some depth and dimension to what you're wearing. It won't just be like, you know, the sheer or the um, the tank top dress on its own. So you've created like depth and layering in what you're wearing for summertime. And it's not too hot because it's a sheer fabric. And then you can also put a jacket over top of either of those looks. And again, you're really creating some like depth and some interest and intrigue to what you're wearing. So sheer is something that I am loving for the summer. 
Um, I have to ask, have you done any reels? Are you going to do a reel on this? Because I would love to see you do this. I did. I think I did do one, but if not, I will do another one. It was a while ago um, because I think the sheer trend first popped in spring. So I did, I think I did one with a t-shirt, but I can do another one, but I feel like it's still going uh, strong through through summertime. So I'll do another one for you. Do another one. And we can just do a remix for the summer. (laughs) People need to see things. Yes, I'll do a remix for the summer. Yeah. Yes. Versatility, right? Got to show the versatility. Yeah. And I want to see it or else I'm going to have to scroll through all your Instagram and watch out one. Um, so there's one <laughs> I've been loving that I wanted to call out and uh, I'd love to know your take on it too, for a couple of reasons. So I love it because it reminds me of being 19. I can't lie. Um, is the one shoulder or like just, you know, the one shoulder, the one sleeve trend. I love that diagonal line across the chest because it's such a fucking good way to break up our chest. So like any of my ladies have broader shoulders or bigger chest or feel like they're more top heavy. I think the one shoulder look is super sexy. And I say that because I think it's sexy in a classy way. And something that we've been talking about in the style squad, which I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to know if this comes up for you too, is so I think this is a real fun, unexpected way to be sexy, but not in the traditional sense of when people think of sexy, kind of exactly what you were saying about sheer is we think, oh, it's naked and you can see my bra. And I'm like, no, there's so many fun ways to do this. If you think about what that looks like for us um, is in the Sarah squad, a lot of women were, you know, how I used to like, my thing is I want to be intriguing. I want to be joyful. We did this exercise and a couple of people had the balls to admit that they wanted to be sexy. Like I want to be sexy and I don't think I'm allowed to say that I want to be sexy. And I'm actually really uncomfortable saying that in here. And I was like, what a fucking aha moment. I think all of us, not all of us, because who knows everyone's different, but all of us might have a moment of this where we desire to be sexy, but sexy has been vilified. And then as a woman who's trying to start a business and be a powerful, like, sexy can be so many different things right we don't even have to we don't even have time on this podcast to go down all the rabbit holes when someone talks about what is being sexy mean but I thought it was really fascinating that like once one person said it then another person was like oh my god me too and then another person was like me too and we have this whole like sexy accountability group so like you're sheer I was like yes and then like one shoulder I was like yes these are ways to be sexy but do it in a really classy way Yes. First of all, can I join your accountability group? Because I agree with you on the sexy. That's part of the intrigue, right? Love it. Um, but I totally agree with you. And I love the one shoulder. And I, I agree. I think it's a similar idea as the sheer where you can have this sexiness, but you don't feel like you're putting it all out there. And, you know, I think as moms, as you know, we're both, I think in our forties, you know, as moms and, and being in your forties, you don't necessarily want to have the same sexiness you did in your twenties. So doing something like a one shoulder and then keeping the bottom like a nice wide leg jean or even like a midi or a maxi skirt. So balancing it out can be a really nice way to feel sexy, but feel appropriate for who you are, your age and and how you want to look. So I totally agree about those, the nod to the sheer, the nod to the one shoulder. It can be a great way to incorporate that idea of sexy into your wardrobe and feel comfortable doing it because we are allowed to be sexy as moms. Exactly. And um, I think it's fun underneath a blazer, right? And and it's like, you can do that. It's unexpected instead of a V-neck or a boat neck or whatever that is. It's just like a fun little thing. Um, 
I fell in love. Well, I love Madewell as a brand. They're one of my favorite uh, go-to brands for my classic basic pieces. And they had, um, uh, they have a ton of one shoulder stuff right now. So if you're looking and they had it with overalls and I thought, what a cute twist on overalls. That is so cute. And I love that. It's so very wearable, casual, like easy to live in kind of idea, but you feel special. You feel different because you're not wearing just a regular tee underneath. You're wearing something that's interesting, a little bit different. And you that's when people say like, that woman has really great style because she took that risk and she did something a little bit different. Love yeah. that. Yeah. But you said overalls on it. Overalls can be t- interpreted so many different ways. It could be your mom outfit. It could be your work from home outfit for entrepreneurs. It could be your literal mm-hmm. work outfit for like interior designers, like whatever you're doing, right? Like overalls have so many different things that really just exude like this casualness. And like you said, it's just that one little pop of something. Yes. Other trends that like you're totally loving that everyone should be looking into or thinking about. Yes. Um, so I also have been loving denim dresses. So yeah. So denim was a huge trend coming into spring and we were seeing like denim, literally everything, denim shoes, denim handbags, you know, jeans and denim tops worn together, anything you can imagine denim. And, you know, everybody loves a good jean. Um, but sometimes wearing jeans into the summertime can be a little bit difficult because you get hot, right? But there are some really great denim dresses out there right now that are done in like really breezy ways, lighter fabrics, so that you can wear your denim into the summertime, but not feel like you are super hot. The Gap, amazingly enough, I mean, they, they do jeans really great, but they have two amazing dresses right now, super affordable, really cute, really wearable, um, a little bit longer in length. Um, so, you know, you can wear them if you're going to work, you can wear them if you're, you know, with a client, you can wear them with your kids. Again, really versatile um, and just something that's that's really wearable and a good way to do a denim in the summertime without feeling like you're going to be super hot. Oh, that's so juicy. It's so easy to take it from, like you said, day to night, change up your shoes and your accessories. Yes. Who doesn't love denim? But this has been amazing. There's so much juice here. Um, but before I let you go, we've covered so many amazing things. And I feel like we've kind of just like walked everybody through this process of the mindset. You got to do the mindset. This is why it matters to care about your style. And these are some actual style elements. And you gave amazing trends and very like, I love, that's what I think you're really good at. When I look at you for inspiration is like, you get so, I think you're really good at just the implementation where you were like, and then, cause I'm like, Oh, the one shoulder is so cool. And it looks good on your body type. And here's how you can be sexy. And then you're like, here's how you implement it. Wear it with a midi, wear it with a maxi. And I think you're really, really good at that. Um, so just wanted to call that out for anyone that's listening. Like that's the journey is from like getting connected with you, knowing what it is, picking, identifying why you like it and then implementing it into the wardrobe. Yes, Absolutely. So you just got a basic little mini style session. Here's the process. <laughs> so nobody wants to cheer one shoulder or a denim dress. We've taken you through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I was like, this is so good. And I want to save right here because all three of those are super versatile. They're super amazing ways to up level your regular style outfits. And I don't want to overwhelm anybody. I want to keep it here. I want to keep it simple. So good. So like pause it, write it down, connect with us on Instagram. Cause now we're going to be posting pictures and reels about all of this on Instagram. 
what would you like to leave anyone with that's listening, whether they're here in the beginning of their journey or they're women who've been like leaning into their style and all the time? What's like the one thing you just want people to remember as they go out in the world and conquer their fashion and their style and their dreams? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's just don't be afraid to dress for who you are and who you want to be. Um, you know, get again, get crystal clear on, you know, that lifestyle that you want, the life that you want, and then start to think about how you can bring that forth in what you wear. And just just don't be afraid to be who you are, no matter what you think, you know, the stage in life that you're in. If you can't wear something, you can. There's just, you know, you have to figure out the way to do it. So don't be afraid to be you. Yes, I love that don't you, you can always figure out a way to do it that's awesome Amazing. yes yes all right well drop your instagram handle so people can go follow you and watch your reels okay my instagram my business is style outside the city and my instagram handle is uh style outside the city as well awesome thank you so much katie for being on the podcast today thank you katie i had a blast